Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast. Richard, I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. I know, it must have been great. You were away then. <laughs> I was away. I'm not even going to rise to the bait there. No, I've missed you terribly. Um, you were away. I was away. We had a chat with Tomo. The last time we sat here was a few days after the Ashton Gate experience. Yeah, which remem- remember penalty shootouts? I do. Yeah, funny enough, <laughs> I've seen another one in the last uh, week or so as well. Um, but Did you have your England hat on or your Welsh hat on? I, well, no, I had my kind of, um, not neutral, because I was hoping England would win for the sake of all my friends who are England fans, but it's kind of detached. It's strange in a yeah. way. I, I wasn't champing at the bit. I wasn't leaping across the room. I wasn't banging my head on the floor. It was just... Like you were at Ashton Gate. No, just just, just like I was at Ashton Gate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we can talk a little bit later on maybe about England and the repercussions and why football isn't you know football isn't a very pleasant word to be using in some circles this week but uh from our point of view yeah talk united are back in training next monday next monday we'll find out who's been spending too much time in nando's over the course yeah. of the brief summer break yeah it's been brief hasn't it it certainly has been, it's been brief. The, the the i don't know the the briefest pre-seat or closed season i can think of i oh. mean we all know why there's been many Many reasons, but... Um, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the season was delayed anyway, and we were in it right up until the very last day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so all of those things. Gary has been very busy. Mm-hmm. Gary Johnson has been, you know, having tea with players, as he told us. Yeah. And, you know, he's been lining up signings. We'll talk about that at some length in a minute as well. But you did manage to grab a quick chat with him between, between tea appointments. Well, I spoke to him this Tuesday, last Tuesday, for the paper, but he was... Uh, I think he was taking a couple of days break before it all starts up again, and he mm-hmm. was he was strolling down a promenade somewhere. So um, I didn't record it; uh, it wasn't a great line. Um, so we're going to listen to the recording I made the week before when I forgot that you, we weren't we weren't doing a podcast because I'd been away for a week. A week is a long time for my my, my memory. We're like Waldorf and Stadler yeah. these days, aren't we? <laughs> so um, I, I spoke to him the week before last. Um, and uh, I used some of that in the paper that week, but there is bits as well that that, that didn't come out that that he spoke about. Uh, so you you won't you won't have heard all of this. No, so, you, um, you may have read some, but you won't heard won't heard any of it. So yeah, it's worth going back just a week to listen to that, and then um, hopefully next week, obviously training will have started, and we'll have another good, good chat with him about uh, how that's going. Indeed. So we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Hi, Gary. Um, Updates? Anything to update us on? <laughs> um, well, we, we we already know what we know, and that's you know disappointed really that, that Kyle has gone to Notts County. Yeah. And uh, you know uh, disappointed that uh, uh, Wits is you know moving on. I don't know where it's come out, where it's going yet. Right. But, um, he he'll, he'll be moving on. Um, but um, we've been very happy with this, the people that we've been speaking to yep. to take their places and um, we, we you know we feel that we've 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 actually brought in people that are um, decent players 
and we're very pleased with the bit of business you know that we've done with with, with these people although they've yet to sign their bill but they have agreed so that'll be in the next couple of days we're hoping excellent um, well, it, well it will be so that's good so we're not you know we're not out of it we're not a, a club that everybody's leaving and nobody wants to come back to um and we were left with a good a good squad um you know i think 10 out of the 12 13 that, that we, we did have yeah um uh, you know obviously we released eight but uh, so we're, we're working from a good 10 12 people we know of four that have agreed contracts so so these are new players are they the four that agreed yeah, yeah. that's right that's okay. right and we've still got a couple more on the go excellent so when you look at the squad uh, after you take the players that have left out etc uh, and and the play and, and and with the players that have signed over the last couple of weeks, you know, re signed new contracts. There's a good spine there, isn't there? Well, there is. Don't forget, we you know we had a lot of time without Carl in the team. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. 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 To get him back in the team, we had to you know find a new position, but that that worked for <laughs> us. Yeah. Um, and Whitfield was out for a long time towards the end of the season when we had our our best run. Yeah. You know, so. At the end of the day, you know, we can't cry over spilt milk. It's the, the way of football life during pre-season. Players move on for whatever reason. Um, and you have to find some new ones, which is why, you know, the work of me, Pete and Downsy during the season, in preparation for people that you might lose, that you, you have a, a bank of players that you, you know, you, you know that you've seen. Um, if the situation arises, you'd like them at your club sort of thing. Absolutely. And then you get other little situations where players and agents call you. Um, we've had to sift through quite a lot of um, players' uh, CVs. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we tend to go with the ones that we've sort of been, been following a little bit. Absolutely. So that's important to yeah, us. Absolutely. And I guess you can look at it in, in another way. Yeah, some players have left, but you know, the, the players that have committed are, are, are positives. I mean, they could they could have had their heads turned as well. Yeah, they could have done. Um, no, listen, if somebody goes to Tottenham Oxfords, yeah. you know, you jump <laughs> for joy and, and really pleased that you've helped them, you know, get get a, a good club. But, um, you know, if, if, if players are going into the same league, then yeah. it, it, can only, it can only be like, well... Other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Did that, so, did that disappoint uh, you, Gary? Uh, Carl going to Knotts? Yeah, of course it did. Yeah. Yeah, and and Whitfield will um, will be in the same division as well. Right. Okay. So you know it's uh, that does disappoint you, but you know these players are out of contract, and at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it if they decide that they want to join another club for whatever reason. Uh, of course, there, there are reasons, but um, they they. They enjoyed it at our club, um, you know. So it wasn't as if anybody fell out with them or anything. No. Um, and uh, I'm pleased to say that, you know, Kyle did call me as did Lucas before the event and tell me that, you know, thanks for everything. Unfortunately, Whitfield hasn't done that at the moment. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So and you know, we, despite a few calls, but anyway, that's another thing. Uh, we, we, you know, some footballers are a bit like that, but. Um, so, you know, we, we wish him well if, if they get a good move. I'm pleased Lucas has gone into the league. Yeah. That's what he's wanted. He's yeah. 30 years of age yeah. and, and deserves that opportunity. And, and you don't decry anybody that, you know what I mean? So, 
Aaron, the main is um, he's got uh, uh, 28 days to, to come back to us because obviously if, if we offered him a contract. Yeah, if he, he's the only uh, one now that we don't know about, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, you know he's, he's taking his time to well, you know work out what he wants to do. He wants to talk to his family, etc. But um, I suspect you know when things are, have taken this long, generally they're looking for something else again right. for whatever reason. Okay, so obviously you've been working hard, and you said you you've agreed stuff with, with four players. Um, are they are they? Is it going to be a similar way of approaching the season this season with with I don't know the formation and and that, or or, or will you change to to take on the new players? No, we we, we got our DNA. Yeah. And the important thing is, is I stumbled over I, I stumbled over that question, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I do, yeah. Um, we've got a DNA that we we keep to, and so the players that we bring in, we try and work. We know their footballing ability because yeah. that's why we we're meeting them in the first place. Yeah. And then we meet them, and it's very important we show them videos of our game. We ask them if they can see themselves in that. Yeah. They enjoy, is that the, is that the way you think you like to play within that system? Um, and and you know, and they do. And if they do, and they come over well, and they come over genuine, um, and they look fit, you know, and they, you can see the whites of their eyes, and you know, you can't kid a kid. So you can't kid me or Pete <laughs> or Tamsin, um, if you know, by acting. Um, so you know, we know. If they're genuine and, and they're good players, then they meet our criteria because that's why we've uh, met them in the first place because we think they're you know good players and can and can actually fit into our system. Excellent. Um, you excited about pre-season? Yeah, I am now. Um, yeah. You know, it took a little while to get over the shenanigans of the, of yeah, the day. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if I've said it, but you know, what a fantastic game! What a fantastic day it was, you know, the, the fans did us proud, the players did us proud, um, you know, every, everything was right, barring, as, as we've said, and I'll say it again, the lottery of the penalties, yeah. but obviously the lottery of the refereeing decisions. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, he hasn't spoke to me yet. He hasn't come back to you. <laughs> you you, weren't, you weren't really expecting him to, were you? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not, but it's just in, in, interesting because uh, he promised me he would. Did he? Right, okay. Um, so, uh, pre-season, new players coming in, all very exciting. I, I guess that's where we'll leave it for this week. And uh, and then by next week, hopefully, when I talk to you, we'll, we'll have some names. Yeah, well, there's plenty of time yet. You know, I know yeah. people get a little bit frustrated waiting for I th names. I think they've come to understand the way you work, Gary, uh, uh, and, and are quite happy with that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and, you know, it's there'll be a... There'll be a day when we announce them, and some will go, "Who's that? Who's he?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's of course, you know, we talked about it before. To move a, an experienced player with a family, with kids at school, Absolutely. you know, and I keep saying it's very difficult to move them down south if they're northern people or Midlands or London or whatever it is, because often they, you know they're not ready to move. So you know, we have to go for a different type of player. Yeah. Um, but you know we're, we're always we're always happy with our you know the way our recruitment goes. We haven't had a year yet where we sort of said, "God, that recruitment we 
got in early wasn't very good. You know what I mean? We, we've done quite a lot of work on it, so we're quite excited by the lads that we already know that are coming in and the ones that uh, we're still talking to. Lovely. Thank you very much, Gary. Uh, as always, thank you for, for being on the podcast, and I'll speak to you soon. So here we are on the other side of Gary Johnson, which is a name for an album. It's, if uh, ever yeah, there was one. Or some kind of comedy series. <laughs> yeah, the sketch show called yeah. The Other Side of Gary Johnson. Um, Gary is giving nothing away about new signings. People are getting... I noticed he said in the piece that you did with him in the paper um, this week, he said, you know, if fans are getting impatient, maybe they don't realise how Gary Johnson operates. But no, he, they, well, I think he said that if fans... Are, fans might be getting impatient, but they do realise how, yeah. how how he operates. And, and, and we won't be hearing names or anything until the time that they've actually signed on the dotted line, I think he said. I quite like that, in a way. because I mean, there's loads of speculation. We'll, we'll run over some of it in a minute. But I quite like the fact that <clears throat> Talker United are getting on with business. It's, he's happy with the way... In fact, he did say that in the piece that yeah. he did, that he was happy with the way his, pre, his close season has gone. Uh, he's done the business that he wanted to do. Um, and we will find out at the first friendly, which is not very far away, in fact, is it? No, I mean, will we find out at Poole? I mean... There'll, certainly, there'll be some players to see, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Um, whether they'll be A trialist, B trialist and C trialist. Yeah. The trialist brothers always turn up for a, a few weeks this time yeah. of the season. But it's... I mean, I, I quite... I appreciate the way that he goes about it. In some ways, it's better than drip-feeding rumours and maybe so-and-so's coming, maybe so-and-so's coming and that. it's it, Just do it all in one go. Absolutely. And, um, you know, this will be a first wave of signings when we finally get to hear yeah. about them. Um, there'll be other other players that come in after that. And then, of course, I, I, I do expect quite a few loan signings to yeah. come in at some point. Now, uh, they might not be as late as now for kick-off before we learn <laughs> who they are like we did last season. <laughs> But um, because teams already yeah. started and we were starting yeah. more or less at the same time as, as league teams then, so that's why that happened. But um, I think we will more likely hear, maybe a week before kickoff, yeah. That, yeah. that some players have come in on loan. And it'll be interesting to see who they are. He, you know, he, he, he did say, didn't he, you know, um, he's not naming names because sometimes some of these players he brings in, you know, uh, all but the... the extraordinarily dedicated talkie fan who does all his uh, internet searches uh, probably won't know who these players mm. are until they start playing for talkie and then they'll get an idea yeah. of who they are and what they can do they're um, the best aren't they? they're the best kind of players the players that you haven't heard of that you think man he, he looks decent and they turn out to be it's like when we picked up the uh, the players from Bristol City yeah. two, two or three years ago they were players that we didn't know of and they've they've pretty much all of them gone on to yeah. uh, to great things. And two of them, of course, are uh, talking United players yeah. nowadays. And the the other thing, of course, is 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 he does say there's people outside talking. Yeah. Did you not know we were doing there's a podcast? There's a podcast going yeah. on here. Um, he did say that. Um, let's have a listen. Oh, he's off. Um, did say that you know uh, we're not signing Harry Kane or Marcus Rashford. But we might be signing people who become Harry Kane's and Mike, yeah. uh, Marcus Rashford's. So, you know, it's exciting. I mean, some of us, who really knew who Danny Wright was until we signed him oh, at the start right. of last that's season? True. Now, there was a lot of speculation he was coming beforehand, mainly because he talked to 
another newspaper about going on bike rides without Aaron Downs. <laughs> she did, yeah. Uh, which was a kind of uh, a signal. but um, Nothing secret in football anymore, is no. it? Because these things happen on the internet. You've only got to set up a Google search for Talker United and yeah. all kinds of stuff flies into your basket. Yeah, some of it not very accurate. No, no that's <laughs> as true. We, as we saw this week when uh, there was speculation by uh, some media outlet that uh, I'm not sure is very big, but was telling us that, that, that Jamie Reid was coming back. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I had to mention it on the back because it's on the internet, so people will go, why hasn't he mentioned that? And then just before deadline, and I missed it, um, he goes and signs for Stevenage. So uh, no, no one mentioned Stevenage. No, absolutely. And we did have a little exchange on, um, on the social media messaging app that everybody uses because I sent you a message saying, I don't know if you know, Jamie Reid's just signed for Stevenage. And yeah. you sent me a message back, and I'll quote it to you. You sent me a message back that said, Web Dodd that Haller. Well. Um, and I thought, oh, what's he trying to say? It's when did that happen? Is what you meant <laughs> yeah. to say, but I took you so much by surprise. I had uh... literally just sent the back page <laughs> of the paper um, and I, I, I'd had to change something else on the back page. So I'd recorded it from the printers, made that change, <laughs> sent the back page again, and then, and then you came up with that. And I'm like, oh, I was too God. late. Wasn't I? But I had Googled Jamie Reid about an hour, hour before deadline yeah. just to make sure. So it, it came out basically really bad timing for me, but hey, these things happen, and uh, uh, speculation is speculation. You, do, you, you can't read too much into it, as it has been proved. So if the other side of Gary Johnson is my debut album, then Web Dodd That Haller will be my troublesome second album. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Jamie Reid ended up at Stephen. I mean, it's a good move for Jamie. I, I suspect I, I wasn't wearing my glasses at <laughs> yeah. the time. Good move for Jamie. Good yeah, move I for Jamie. Know. Um keeps him in the league. Yeah, um, it's a good move for Jamie yeah. in as much as it keeps him in the league. And, and perhaps, I don't know who the manager is there, to be honest, I haven't looked, but, but in as much as it might, they, they might give him a better yeah. chance than he was given. Uh, at, uh, I'd, I'd have had him back in a heartbeat, though. Yeah. I would have did, but um, it obviously wasn't an option that Mansfield had decided not to, um, not to have him. Maybe it was. Maybe, maybe we'll never Maybe know. Jamie didn't want to come back. Maybe no. Gary didn't want him back. I mean, I can't imagine that, to be honest with you, but... You know, uh, the 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 money that you can you can ask for in f- league football maybe a bit bit more than Gary yeah, was prepared yeah. to to pay out for a player, and he still had a year on his contract. So I guess it must be there. There must have been some kind of element of a fee. There would have been an involved. adjustment of yeah. some sort involved yeah. in that. But good luck, Jamie. Yeah. I mean, all goals fans would love to see him scoring scoring goals in the uh, in the league, uh, especially against people like Exeter. So let's tackle the, um, the, the the knotty problem of players who've gone then. I mean, Ben Whitfield, this is since since we last podcast. Yeah. Ben Whitfield has ended up at Stockport. Yeah, that's a, a mm. annoying one. It, it's a so-so move, isn't it, <clears throat> for Ben? It's, it's annoying. I would have liked to have Ben back, but... Yeah. You know, he's, he's, maybe he's decided he needs to move back closer to family. Again, he's a North Country lad, isn't yeah. he? Um, Stockport. Again, he's joined a team that finished below us. Yeah. Uh, and may well finish below us again this They're season. Favourites, I think, aren't they? Or one of the favourites. Wrexham and them are the two favourites, I think. They're the big spenders, though, aren't they? Yeah. They always go. Have yeah. you seen Wrexham's shirt sponsors now that Wrexham are yeah, Hollywood owned TikTok yeah. and Expedia? We don't need a shirt sponsor. We don't. We can manage without a shirt yeah. sponsor. We'll talk about shirts later on as well. Okay. Because those shirts are out as well, aren't they? Um, ben Whitfield will. I had a little look. He'll, the next time we'll see Ben Whitfield is December the 11th okay. when Stockport come to Playmore. 
Um, that'll be interesting. Aaron Domain, I've put down a uh, question mark. We still don't know. We still don't know. Um, uh, uh, Gary, I think, in the interview that you just heard, although it was two weeks ago, so I'm struggling to remember exactly what he said right now, um, he did say didn't uh, uh, that he doubts we'll see Aaron again um, because he hasn't heard from him. That was two weeks ago. That might have changed. But uh, there's been no news, or concrete or otherwise, about Aaron Domain anywhere. No. And See, there's I, been I, no internet speculation that he's training with this team or that team. So uh, we, we, we should just wait and see on that one. I'm disappointed about that. I mean, I, I was a big Aaron the main fan. You became a big Aaron the main fan yeah. as the season went on last season. I mean, I think yeah. he gave us an awful lot before whatever caused his injury caused his injury um, and he missed the second half of the season. Gary did say that, that let's not forget that we were without Nemain, Whitfield... Um, Kyle Cameron as well. Kyle Cameron. Yeah. yeah. During a period where we were doing very, very well. Mm, we were. Um, yeah. At, at, you know, at, at closing into the end of the season. Oh, okay, we missed out on automatic promotion, probably because we didn't pick up enough points in the the, the period after Christmas. But yeah. and you know, some of them weren't available then. Some of them were, to be fair. So, it's it's give and take, isn't it? I mean, in some ways, you you, you are going to miss them. In other ways, we don't know who's coming in. No, that's it. See, that's the beauty of this time of the season, isn't it? We don't. We're all saying, "Oh, so and so's gone. So and so's gone." We'll come on to a couple more in a minute. But Gary, being Gary, yeah, you know, Gary being Gary, there's every chance that um, that the, the replacements will be just as exciting. Absolutely. Sean McDonald, yeah, last played for Torquay in a four-one defeat at Maidenhead, in which he was sent off. Okay. Um, not the happiest of final appearances for Torquay. No, but is he, that the game that James Hammond came on for, for is. five minutes or yeah, so? Yeah. It is. And then there was, it was that delicate period when Lucas Kovalan was recovering from an injury as well. Yeah. Um, and we were goalkeeperless for a couple of games. Yeah. Uh, Martin Brzezowski came in. I was going to say, in. the chap on loan from Reading. I wasn't going to try and say his name. According to um, the one of those websites that we go to for information, we've still got him, by the way. They've not updated Have their they squad not? No. for some considerable time. Uh, but Sean has gone, we think, well, he has gone. He has announced on Instagram yeah, that he's, he's gone. been training with Exeter. You yeah. have got, uh, not goalkeeping problems, but they do need some goalkeepers. Um, their their first friend, or one of their friendlies the other day, the guy they brought in as a goalkeeping coach played in goal. Okay, so, so they, uh, they're looking for... They're yeah, looking they're looking for, for a goalkeeper. And also, he, apparently there's been some interest, and in this is just internet speculation again, from Dundee. Did he not play in a friendly at Dundee? He may well have I think done. He played, yeah. I think he turned out in a friendly, so a trialist. Yeah. S. McTrialist. S. McTrialist, um, yeah. Taking on Dundee. Um, lovely lad. It'll be a shame to yeah. see him gone. I mean, we've. It, Quite a heartfelt little little message he put on yeah. social media, wasn't it? About I mean, how much he enjoyed his time at the club. I mean, to be fair, is, is he a number one? I mean. Probably not. When, when, when um, Lucas got back into the team last season. The the order sorted itself out in the end. It had been a bit. Yeah, yeah. We weren't quite sure what the order was for quite a while. Uh, there were there were times when Sean was playing and uh, and Lucas was on the bench. Mm. But Lucas's form at the end of the season obviously got in that mood as well. Yeah, wasn't it? and yeah. I mean Sean. To be fair to Sean, I suppose who fancies another season on the bench? In well, the if National he's been League. told that he's not necessarily first team yeah. choice again. I can understand him wanting to. He's got to go and try and become. You want to play first team football, don't you? Whoever you are. That's true. Um, Billy Waters and and Gary said as well. Gary said as well that that he wants players in that are first team players. He doesn't want players in the squad that aren't first team players. Now, some 
players will end up being on the bench. And mm. that's that's football. But but he wants them all to be straight in the first team if they can yeah. get there. Well, or as at least the kind of player who can make a case for yeah. selection for the yeah. first eleven. Billy Waters. Billy, well, yeah, sorry, I said Billy Waters. Yeah, kind no, of got right. random in the middle of your sentence there. No, no, no. Uh, Billy Waters joined Halifax. Yeah, weird one. Um, he never really did enough for me, um, no. but but then again, he he did he did. He's one of those players that you, you liked and you wanted him to do a bit better. Yeah, he scored um, a couple of cracking goals towards yeah, the end of the season and, and was a really good uh, player for the squad. Uh, yeah, karaoke specialist. Yeah, apparently he was he was a bit of a bit of a, a music specialist in the dressing room. He, the, the beats were supplied by. The Beats. The Beats was applied <laughs> by Billy Walters. I'm trying to be down with the kids here. He's in demand. He yeah. is the Beats. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the look, 1980. Oh, well done. Yeah, thank you. Uh, November the 27th. No, no one under 40 will have ever heard of the look. <laughs> November the 27th, we'll see Billy Walters. Halifax are at Playmore, November the 27th. Yeah. Matt Buse and Josh Umara have yeah. both signed for Wealdstone. Interesting. That is interesting. Interesting move for Buse. I mean, I, I half yeah. expected him to end up at Bath or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I did. I think I mean Josh Umer, I'm, I'm that's the kind of place I'd have expected him yeah, to end up yeah, to go back up to club, the you yeah. know the M25 corridor or whatever and end up there. But Matt Buse, yeah, you kind of thought Matt would end up with a West Country club, yeah. which would have meant a step down. But good far from it, no, good on him. He stayed National League Premier level and he will be back to haunt us for Wheelstone October the second. Right, okay. they will be at okay. Playmore. Um, I'm happy with that. Happy that Matt has got himself a move. Yeah, he did. He did do a lot of good when he was at Torquay. Again, he wasn't first team choice when no. everyone was fit, was he? Um, uh, and it, and he didn't look like he was going to be this season if everyone was fit either. So um, good on you, Matt. Yeah, get out there and uh, and prove us wrong. And with Josh Umer, I mean, there was always the feeling that Josh wasn't quite what we needed no. and when he played he never it was never quite didn't feel like he, he suited the, no. the squad playing wise did he but you know what's going to happen don't you yeah he's yeah. going to score a hat trick for Wheel. well hopefully we'll beat him 4-3 yeah but he'll, he, he's going to if he scores a hat trick for <laughs> I will eat that cushion. Yeah, I was. I thought it was going to be show you backside in Woolworths window then for a minute. No, the no, I've learned my lesson. But uh, yeah, never, never, never do that. Down Fleet Street naked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and James Hammond, um, who we thought might get a look in as, as if you're looking for a, if you if you're looking for a goalkeeper that is you know maybe a second second string goalkeeper or, or substitute goalkeeper, he might have been a choice. Although, you know, he only came to Torquay because Truro's season in the Southern League had been uh, stopped. Yeah. Um, and he was kicking his heels and he is more or less local. And he he put up a nice, uh, on, on the the um, Truro website, he mentioned Torquay when he yeah. resigned. And, he, you know, I, I did it in the Cornish papers that he said uh, it was it was good for him to be with such a professional setup, which which is a nice That's thing nice to say. Thing and he, he paid tribute to... The goalkeeping coach as well, who goes under the radar a bit, but uh, Phil, yeah, Phil, Phil Osborne, Phil Osborne. Yeah. But I think, uh, um, I think he's quite highly respected at Torquay and by the goalkeepers that have come and gone. Well, let's. I mean, from his point of view, he's got one goalkeeper who's got to move to Port Vale, yeah. which is a good move. Mm -hmm. His second choice goalkeeper could end up playing at a pretty high level in Scotland yeah. if he gets up to Dundee. And the third choice keeper uh, has got himself a contract at Truro. So yep. he's gainfully employed in football. 
Um, he's going to have a whole new team to play with this season, isn't he? He is. And of course, we've always got Andy Collins. He can sit Collins, on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Andy Collins is very highly rated locally, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, locally. People who've played with, trained with, who know Andy Collins, everybody yeah. says, you've got a really good keeper there. He, I mean, he's not officially signed on with the club. I, uh, and and uh, he's been around for a couple of years, hasn't he? He's sat on the bench quite a lot. Well, he is officially signed on the club because he had to be to yeah. be on the bench but he's never really been considered a first team squad player um but uh, uh it'll be interesting to see if we if we we use Mr Andy Collins again this season um wow. as a as someone to sit on the bench it's quite interesting Gary though. does like a goalkeeper on the bench doesn't he he does he does indeed not two goalkeepers on the no, bench no 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 we've had that did we have that at one point in, in the euros no the euros you had to have two goalkeepers did on you the bench right for reasons that i could not fathom we might we might mention the Euros again before the end of the podcast. No, let's, we, not, let's not. We might not. <laughs> but, uh, so I mean, signings are going to have to be made now, right through the spine of the team, aren't they? We yeah. need goalkeeper. We need centre back. Yeah. Uh, centre of midfield. The centre of midfield is fairly strong. We've got mm. a good striker, but we need more in that spine of the team, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, and I spoke to Gary about um, Olaf and. Uh, Louis Slough recently as well and he said they're still there I mean the, 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 interestingly they weren't mentioned when players were offered new contracts mm. and signed them but they have been offered new contracts and yeah. they, 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 I, I, maybe they only haven't signed them it's because they haven't actually been where the paper is to put mm. pen to it um, so far but they're still around big se- we, we said it last season didn't we but then last season was a bit difficult for everyone yeah. and the season before obviously was even yeah. more difficult it's, it's, it's their time now um, whether they go out alone for a bit of it to try and get some game time, but then why do you do that if you need them to step yeah. up? Strange um, business. It's a strange business with these players who are sort of waiting in the wings, players who are on the fringes of the team. Who you know, what do you do? Do you take a loan somewhere? Do you try and stick around and, and force yourself into the side? Absolutely. I mean, Olaf. Um, we go on about Olaf constantly and have done pretty much throughout the history of this podcast. But when he did get into the side towards the end of last season, he had a couple of really good performances, yeah. didn't he? And I know Gary rates him, but he's just not quite made that step into first team, has he? It would have been difficult for him to break into the team last season. Yeah. And, uh, and and do we really know whether he's a striker or a, or a winger yet? I mean, that's another thing. I hadn't thought of that. Does he know yet? Until he got put yeah. out there and, and yeah. supplied some decent crosses. He's a strong lad. I know uh, Martin Rogers at Tiverton, who had him on loan the season before last uh, for a short while before he was recalled by Torquay because of an injury crisis, really thinks he's a decent player. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up back at, at yeah. Tiverton at some point for, for, for a loan spell to get some games. Is he one of those false <coughs> nines that we never quite understand what a false nine is, but mm. he's not really a striker, but he is a goal scorer. Yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting to see if he gets a chance this season. Yeah, it will indeed. And then Louis, um, I think they, they really do rate Louis. Um but you couldn't have put Louis in, in the deep end into a defence no. last season when it was, so much was riding on it. Um, maybe if, if he shines in in, uh, in pre-season. It's difficult for a defender, isn't it? To, it is. Because if you're on the bench as a defender, the likelihood of coming on, unless there's an injury, is, is small. That's true. You're not going to influence the game no. there, are you? And no. then, but, but you need to influence the game to actually make your mark and make the manager decide that you're worth a, a start. So... Difficult, isn't it? Difficult for the defenders like that, yeah. One other player move that caught my eye, Frank Vincent, uh, has gone to Notts County. 
Has he really? So he's at Notts oh. County with Carl Jealous. Yeah. Uh, we we will see him, uh, travelling fans will anyway, August the 28th okay. away, yeah. uh, and then April the 9th at home. Mm. But we'll get a very early chance to have a look at Kyle Cameron and Frank Benson. Yeah, Notch interesting. County. Yeah, I, I always liked Frankie. And I did. Obviously, we've said it many times yeah. before. Would like to see him come back. Okay. Of the lone players, I mean, we haven't mentioned, you kind of wonder whether Bournemouth will be looking for another season on loan for Sam Shering. Yeah. And if they are, they could look at Torquay and Torquay looked after him for the season, yeah. gave him plenty of football for the season, yeah. got him to a playoff final. Um, yeah. I, I would imagine Torquay ticked every box. If he's not going to get into the Bournemouth first team, is it is it more important for him to play be playing in a competitive league like that yeah. rather than the under 23s? I think I think we all know the answer to that. Absolutely. So, you yeah. know, I mean, you kind of think that maybe Sam Shering might be on the radar and... We'd be very happy at that. And we know that Adam Randall has gone back to Plymouth and is playing friendlies, but we would all love Adam Randall back. <laughs> wouldn't we just? Wouldn't we just? Wouldn't we just? Um, yeah, he gets a mention again a little bit later on. Uh, and other ex-goals, let's do the ex-goals here. Rory Keating is scoring goals galore for Galway. Is he? Uh, he oh, keeps good popping on good up on, on Twitter. A yeah. couple of lovely finishes there. Yeah, we always liked Rory, didn't we? Jackson Longridge. Yes, I liked him as well. An absolute peach for Livingston against... Is it Breakin or Brecken? Breakin? I've always said Breakin. Breakin, I've always I, said I'm Breakin. not Scottish. No. I know I have Scottish roots. There we go. On the other side of my family. but uh, An absolute peach. A cheeky flick nice. for Livingston against Breakin. Yeah, I liked him. Manny Duku, the enigma that is Manny Duku, made his debut for Inverness, Caledonian Thistle and scored. Wow. As they beat Peter Head 2-0. I always like to think of Peter Head as one person. <laughs> Well, no wonder they were and overrun. Peter Lee. Yeah, no wonder they were overrun <laughs> by Manny Duku's uh, Inverness Caledonian Thistle. And Calvin Kalala has signed for Zwickau in the German League. Have you been practicing No, oh, I did O level German. It's oh, a long okay. time ago. All right. <laughs> in Ger- 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> in German Liga 3. Um, right. So okay. Which is what? League 3. Okay. I think it's regionalised. You can tell I didn't do A level German. I think it's regionalised at that point in Germany. He's gone okay. in at um, at that level. Uh, that presumably brings to an end a slightly unsavoury business that yeah. um, that he left behind. It's such a shame because he was such a good player. We liked him. Um, you get players mercurial like that. kind yeah, of a player. You get sometimes. players like that that just want to dig their heels in and yeah, just get on with your life. But there you go. I don't know where Zwickau is in Germany, but I don't suppose we'll see him training, running around Peyton Green anymore. No. No. But there you go. No, good luck to him. Yeah, good, absolutely. Good player. Um, gave him some very, good very good player. Memories. Just wanted more out of him, didn't we? Yeah. Um, reminded me of before Gary Johnson got a hold of Jamie Reid, Jamie Reid. Yes. Um, where sometimes you, you you thought that maybe he was running into blind alleys and stuff. And Gary obviously came in and saw that Jamie Reid was an out-and-out striker and shouldn't have to be running into blind alleys. Yeah. He should be being given the ball on, on his toes and, and pointed in the direction of goal. Yeah. Um, Reminded me slightly of, of, of that kind of Jamie Reid, uh, but he didn't seem to learn like Jamie Reid did. No, and he would have he'd have two or three really good games where he would just turn defences inside out, and then he'd have two or three where he was hopeless. Yeah, and you could almost see the, the, the management team yeah. on the sidelines with their heads in their hands, wondering how on earth to get something out of him. Yeah, so, yeah, let's hope he does well. There, <clears> the he spent all week telling him to do one thing, he does <laughs> the other. Completely yeah, the opposite. Yeah. The um, X Goals Twitter feed, uh, if you don't follow that, you should. Uh, that's where 
we pick up all this information from um, and that's a good place to keep tabs on the likes of Manny Duku and Calvin Kalala ex-goals mm. on Twitter um, the club has been running at a goal of the season I saw that yes the top three goals were all scored by players who almost certainly won't be playing for us yeah uh, third place was Aaron the Main's lovely solo effort against Crawley yeah where he intercepted a wayward yeah. pass in his own half and just ran on and beat the keeper yeah Second place was uh, Adam Randall against Bromley, which was just one where he Ping got off the ball. The crossbar. Yeah, yeah, a bit of space on the edge of the box. Lovely shot into the top corner. Top bins, the young people call it Do these they? days, I Do believe. They? And number one, obviously. Obviously. Obviously, Lucas Kovalan in the 95th or 6th minute at Ashton Gate to equalise against Hull. Well, if, if goals stick in your memory, then that's going to be one of them. It I will, mean, won't you it? Know, in my head, you know, you think back. Two goals of the past and Derek Dawkins, West Ham, I mean, sticks in your head. I've, uh, Spurs, I've just written... Spurs, that's right. I've yeah. just written a piece about Derek Dawkins, which Have will you? be appearing on Devon Live and in the Herald Express over the next few days. Very funny story. A fellow by the name of Paul Breen, who's a writer. Um, he's an Irishman and a writer. Passed, uh, well, he, he assumed the identity of Derek Dawkins okay. for three months. Right, and the piece that I've written um, would explain all about it. So that keep sounds, an eye that, for that sounds interesting, yeah. Um, what goal stick in, in your head? Well, uh, oh, the Paul Dobson oh, is, is another obvious one. Paul Do- uh, Matt Hockley from the edge of the box against Halifax, a 3-1. Yeah, that's a Matt a Hockley thing though, isn't it? That's not necessarily a talking either. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a love affair thing, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, they've got great guys. Tim Sills at Wembley. Yeah. Of course, that's one. Now you've got me thinking. I wish I'd I done a bit what, of preparation. There's a goal yeah. that I remember really well. It was the last year that I was working for Talking Night on the website. And it was Cambridge at home in an evening game. I think we won 3-1, but I can't be sure. But the ball was in our area. And Martin Gritton picked it up and ran the full <laughs> length of the pitch yeah. before the goalkeeper came out to him. And he just, he just tapped it to one side to David Graham to put in. Beautiful. And it was in the early yeah. days of these things being recorded and uh, uh, and it was on the Goals World website, if you remember that, uh, which was a part of ITV Digital or whatever. Yeah. And um, and uh, I remember uh, the, the players on the next away game stealing my laptop and they were timing Grit's run from one <laughs> end of the field to the other because they couldn't quite believe no. how quick he'd been. Was it one of those FIFA runs? It was, run yeah. It was, it was straight through the middle and then just, just a, a cheeky little tap out to David Graham who wasn't going to miss. Nice. That sticks in my, my, my mind. A couple of goals come back to me while you were saying that, funnily enough. I remember Dave Tierce wow. scoring one in front of the mini stand in a League Cup match against Swansea. It must have been about 1973, 74. I just remember a big header from Dave Tierce. My memories of that are more about the mini stand than they are about the goal, though, to be honest. It kind of all blends into yeah. one. But one specific goal, Steve McCall against Scarborough. I was Scarborough. just going to say that, and the two Rodney Jack goals yeah. in that game yeah. as well, which were very very similar. But that, uh, that, that strike from, what oh, was it, 30 yards? Absolutely. It's and probably you, probably 50 yards now, in my mind. And it was kind of the same spot on the turf, if you actually marked it out, as you know Kane hit one in against Plymouth. Right. Not one over the... You've yeah. started me off now. Not one in over the keeper's They're, they're flowing in now, aren't they? They are. Listeners, you have our email addresses. Yeah, goals. Send your us goals. Your, the goals. You, they don't actually have to be fantastic goals, just goals that you remember yeah. and why you remember them. I mean, that McCall goal where he just took a touch, took, came inside, saw the keeper off his line 
and just lifted Bang. the ball over him. Yeah. You know, Kane did something very similar with the Argyle keeper. He hit it a bit harder. It was one of those that Ronaldo hits, wasn't it, with the instep? Do you remember? Do you remember the the Martin Gritton goal where he stole the ball off Don Goodman, who'd gone down like he'd been shot, <laughs> and uh, that was against Exeter City. Oh, uh, I, I must, it was the I season, see the the oh one oh two season, I think it is, because I've still got a t shirt we made for it. Yeah, it's a double season over Exeter City. Um, yeah, and he stole it off uh, Don Goodman, who was it was lying on the floor like a uh, someone who'd just been run over, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, and it was a great goal. I remember that. And Kevin Hill picking the goalkeeper's pocket. Oh, of course. Yeah, and that grainy internet video of that. Yeah. Really bad quality, but it's just worth watching every now and again when you've had a, a beer or two. Absolutely. It's not burn all our matches now, though. No. Let's save some of these. Kevin Hill headers. Let's see yours. Kevin Hill, far post headers. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's hear your best goals. Uh, mention Union O'Kane. That's another bit of internet gossip that's been going around this week. Okay. The return of Union O'Kane. Okay. He's only about... 55 now no he's not actually he's 30 isn't he I you don't know um, that, would not, be, that would be good he's not as old as you think he no, is that he's would been be released by Luton he's mm-hmm. had a few problems with injuries but that's the kind of thing that makes Gary's ears prick up isn't it a absolutely play, well Gary needs... will have looked at all of these yeah. players won't he I mean yeah. Gary's Gary's a shrewd operator he will know everyone that is available yeah. and he will have had a look or had a think about every one of these players yeah. And, so then, and then talk to Pete and, and Aaron about them, and and they would have then thought, well, okay, do we do we have a chance of getting them? Well, let's just yeah. see so, what so they're up to, you know, what their where their head head is. Let's leave that out there as a floating fact. And yeah. if he does turn up at training next Monday, we'll we were claim there that as an exclusive. Yeah. yeah Any absolutely. other players we want to drop in just at random? Mm. No, let's. Uh, I mean, there are. What, who have you heard then? Uh, internet well, no, that, gossip wise. That was the one. Oh, yeah. Jamie Reid was the one. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was convinced that Jamie Reid was about. Especially to when he didn't turn up in the uh, the Mansfield preseason yeah. squad for, for some of their friendlies. He's available. He's you know he's been visiting family down here in the last couple of weeks, yeah. and you think, well, there we go. Uh, but I I wouldn't knock it. Stevenage's good move for yeah, him. Yeah. Good for Stevenage. Good for Jamie. Um, good for Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your manager of Stevenage then? I don't know. I've turned my computer off because yeah. the fan was making a noise. Otherwise, I'd be able to live check. But I have no idea. We'll look it up when we... Um, yeah. But it'll be too late for for the pod. Um, first game, we, we haven't really done much about the fixtures, but they, they're kind of the same as last year's fixtures. Fixtures are fixtures, fixtures aren't they? Fixtures are fixtures. Yeah. We've got Yeovil over Christmas and yeah, New Year again. Which is the same. We start on August 21st. At least we start at home. Home to Altrincham. Uh, a stat that appeared on the uh, internet this morning we're unbeaten in the last seven opening league games at home oh God, I'm not sure about that because I found another one which I think so I think it might be eight but that's um, we tend to win home games on the first day of the season okay. let's just leave that one out yeah there. especially as we won the first home game in the 89th 91st or Stockport yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Conor Lemonhay Evans, wasn't yeah. it? It was the first of many Gary yeah. time goals. That's interesting, actually, isn't it? Our, in the first game and last game of the season, we got Gary time goals. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Uh, and what do you think of the new kit? Nice, yeah. Looks looks all right. I, I see my, my brother sent a, a photo of him in the blue one to yeah. the family WhatsApp group the other day, so he's obviously nice. put you, his hand in his pocket. You'll be seen around the supermarket in that one, though, won't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's well, he's just moving to Manchester, so he's probably got the right colour for, for for walking around Manchester. Well, it's a kind of a... It's more like one of those bubblegum ice creams, isn't yeah. it? It's kind yeah. of a turquoise 
it's it's a bright bright color. I like it. It's the kind of color yeah. you normally see on a goalkeeper's jersey. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. I like I like the style of the new kit. It's good. And the, the home kit is obviously yellow again, but it's got a little bit of extra blue trim, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, up on the, the shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice kit. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice kit. You don't want to see Torquay go away from the uh, the yellow. Um, no. More than happy to see no. that. Uh, looks as if they've been selling pretty well in good. the club shop as well. As have season tickets, according to the club. Season tickets Good. have gone well. Um, it's all set fair, isn't it? We're ready, We're aren't ready. we? So next Monday, presumably at Seal Hain, it's St Swithin's Day today, and it's not raining, so the weather's going to be good for the next 40 days is that or a thing? whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so it's going to be lovely. It's going to be hot out there at Seal Hain on Monday. Yeah. Uh, our friends with the cameras will be out there. Pinnacle they will be. They're taking Mr. the pictures. Mr Mingo will surely be out there enjoying himself. Um, a trialist and B trialist will be hiding yeah. behind the trees, not yeah. getting their photographs taken. But it'll be interesting to see who's there. It'll be interesting to see the, the pictures of the open day of training. Are always great. It's one of yeah. those kind of fans' rituals, isn't it? And it's nice for the paper on a Tuesday to be able to get those perfect in. Yeah. timing, there'll isn't few, it? There'll be a few few training photos on on Wednesday morning with your cup of tea. I should be sure to get a copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to go down to the shop and buy my own paper these days. Just, don't, don't, yeah, just, talk about it. There yeah. you go. We, have, we don't have an office anymore and we don't have copies just to pick up. Absolutely. But there you go. It's well worth well worth it in anybody's money. So that's, bizarrely, that's the last of our podcasts with no football. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll have training to talk about. Yeah. We'll then... probably have a couple of new arrivals to talk about. Hopefully, yeah. Because they will be there for pre-season training. Because pre-season training is short, isn't it? It There's is. not much time. Yeah, I mean, normally you have more than a week of pre-season training before your first friendly, which is which mm. is why I wonder how many players that will end up playing for us in the season will be playing at pool. We'll, we shall see. Yeah. But um, it'll be interesting. It'll it be will. Interesting. And we've got Tiverton after that. Yeah. I, d- I didn't bring the list with me. No. But the list, I mean, the friendlies come thick and fast. Football begins in earnest August the 21st. It's not yeah. very far away. Late though, isn't it? It is, yeah. You used to, you'd have, I mean, last, we know why. Yeah. Last year we'd had about eight games. Or yeah. The, pre, yeah. the previous season, sorry, in August, we'd had yeah. about eight games before the end of August. But there you go. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's good to be back. It is. This has been a sun-drenched... Thank you, David, for, for popping in while I was up in Scotland. Yeah. Enjoying, enjoying a... We had a coffee a Scottish by the, by wedding. The river. Yeah. <laughs> a Scottish how did that go? Very, very Scottish. Good, good. There was lots of lots of uh, bagpipes. Were there really? There were lots of bagpipes. And you got that suit out again, didn't you? I, I saw the, the pictures on Facebook. Yeah. You got the tartan yeah. suit out. Very it was, smart. It was my son in law getting married, so I had to look smart. And very Scottish. stylish. Yeah. You'll find the pictures there on um, on Facebook. If you want to see Richard in his tartan suit, <laughs> he's there. We'll be back next week. We'll have plenty more to talk about. Thanks for your company. This has been another Yellow Army podcast. And as always... I will, before we oh, do yeah, it... That's my big builder. Before we do it, we should always say that you can now listen to it on Spotify, can't you? You can listen to it on you Spotify. You can actually say, yes. Alexa, play Talk United Herald Express podcast and it will just magically play. That's you... sorcery, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Okay. Amazing. It's crazy. Crazy Absolutely. stuff. All right, then. Slightly delayed. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows.